Okay, welcome back to Don't Tell Amu. I'm Bushra. And I'm Raida. And we're going to go straight into it, I think, but let's first roll the intro. So just to give context, because everybody who's listening probably already knows like what we're going to be talking about today, but um, just for anyone who's listening in the future or whatever, um, recently, um, it was last week, um, a man named George Floyd was uh, murdered by a police officer um, for, he was accused of paying with like a counterfeit um, $20 bill and it wasn't a counterfeit um, and so he was simply accused of it, and the police officers, they um, knelt on his neck, if I'm not They wrong. pressed his neck for with, almost nine minutes with yeah, their knee. Right, and as a result, he was um, killed. And, you know, that, of, of course, was like, you know, of course, like, racism has been a huge, huge issue in America and all across the world, but especially, like, p- police brutality. Um on black Americans has been a huge issue for just the longest time. And this was kind of, you know, the tip of the iceberg only, but it really kind of set in motion just this outrage. Um, and everyone is now, you know, really just speaking up and uh, there's protests going on. There are people who are actively just speaking out and donating to different funds and uh, creating petitions, signing petitions and calling for um, the arrest of George Floyd's um, murderers but not only that um just you know a total like systematic change of just like police policing in america in general um and so there's a lot of conversation going on now on how to kind of tackle this very clearly um unjust system that's been you know that we've let like be in place for so long for far too long really and so I guess today we what do we want to talk about we want to contribute to the conversation of course but we kind of want to talk about it on the perspectives of South Asians yeah so we will be talking about kind of what we can do what everyone can do Mm -hmm. and specifically also some of the conversations that our South Asian our South Asian community can have because we know that a lot of our listeners are from that are South Asian and there's a lot of issues specific to the South Asian community uh, micro actions that ultimately lead to ideas of racism that have been in place for so long that haven't really been called out until very recently in light of all the things that have been happening. And so I think that's going to be part of what we discussed today. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to, we might miss a lot. And so, and we apologize for that and we will try to be better, but we're going to try our best. We're, We're trying to at least initiate the conversation and we hope that you as listeners can continue it and, you know, contribute to it in some way, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do our best. Um, so, do you want to start with your story with the with the post that you shared? Yeah. So there was a post. 
going around recently, and I believe, if I'm not incorrect, an Indian woman first posted it, and it circulated around social media, and essentially the post called out South Asians uh, about their use of certain words and certain actions that, some actions that they, you know, do, and said that they were micro actions that led to racism and so Mm -hmm. for example one of the big ones is the south asian obsession with light skin Mm -hmm. and so in india bangladesh pakistan south all of south asia really there is this ideal where they place lighter skin in a far more superior place than they do dark skin um light skin is seen as just better than dark skin and yeah. that contributes it's like the ultimate beauty standard though. yeah it's it's the more a, like light the more fascia you are it's yeah better. and that's been there for a very very long start long time and it makes up a lot of um like cosmetic products sold in south asia uh for example like fair and lovely things that make your skin lighter mm-hmm. and so the idea of preferring light skin as like a beauty standard is technically it's just colorism in and of itself right However, when you place light skin at a more superior superior light than you do dark skin, um, you are that inevitably leads to racism because races are distinguished by skin color mm-hmm. for the most part. Right, and so and so that's. And that's, so that's, there's like a clear linkage between colorism and racism that, you know, given the situation that we're in today and have been for far too long, um, that's an, like a very harmful ideal to have um, for, you know, all South Asians. And like there, ha- there is a history of violence um, and, you know, just racism like very clear racism as a result of colorism that we've seen. Um, like as like also it's, it's, it's just disgusting because I see, um, I see, for example, my mom's like matchmaking things. It's like the number one thing anyone looks for is like light skin. Um, yeah. And like, you can imagine that going into society and into a diverse society um, where the, you know, where skin color is more distinguished um, people with this sort of ideal have very um, strong ideas about, you know, a race preference. Um, and like, that's, it's just, it's something that needs to be called out, something that needs change, but it's such a deeply ingrained beauty standard that I don't know, like, how, how where does that start? Um, yeah, it's, it's been rooted in our culture for so long. And I know that, um, you know, just to give the little bit of the benefit of the doubt I do feel as if more and more of our generation is becoming a little bit more aware of how problematic that mindset is however just recognizing that it's problematic isn't enough your family still may hold those beliefs those attitudes towards lighter skin is better like darker skin is frowned upon blah 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 so if you know that your family is you know like 
pertains to those like attitudes and mindsets then you need to challenge them don't let them like get away with like you know the age-old excuses that oh no they just think that because they're old they don't get it like that's just how it is back home like they won't understand how it is here they don't understand like these are very common excuses but don't let those excuses get in the way like don't make those excuses for your families start the conversation it's a tough conversation obviously but initiate them try to you know show them why those attitudes are so problematic and why it's unfair and you know just get like start talking about it because it's honestly a conversation that needs to be had with every single family and the worst part is, is there are so many influential celebrities who mm-hmm. promote these um, skin lightening products. Uh, like, for example, like Priyanka Chopra, who will like, there's like, I don't know if you saw the tweet recently where like she called out, um, you know, this, I, this like belief, but at the same time, she's like, she promotes like skin lightening products. And it's, and it's like, it's really difficult to like bring about change when like some of like the most, like influential, important people um, in that country really, you know, don't, don't take part in change, which really brings us to like the idea of using your platform to take a stand and speak up. Um, So also one more thing, another thing that was on the post, like you cannot use, South Asian people cannot use the N-word. Oh, I was just going to get to that. Like, especially brown boys, this is mainly to you. You cannot, like, there's no, absolutely no, like, justification for using that word. You have zero claim to that word. You are not allowed to use it. It's not cool. It's not hip. Like, even if your black friends use it. Yeah. It's not, you're not cool for saying it. You're just not, nobody thinks you're, like, no one's going to praise you for it. No one's going to think that you're automatically just, like, a better person for saying it and, like, more like I don't know like yeah I don't even have sorry go ahead no no, I'm just like I'm I have a very difficult time understanding why they feel the need to say it in the first place like but whatever it is it's just not valid like stop it (laughs) yeah you have no claim to a word that has um degraded and that has oppressed black people for so long Mm -hmm you have zero claim to that. And there really isn't that like much more explanation needed. It's like, you cannot use it. It's racist. If you use that, yeah. like you can't use that word. Um, you, you using that word and thinking it's fine and it's not a big deal is incredibly ignorant. So educate yeah. yourself and literally like stop immediately. Yeah. I will say a lot of, so the post, which we can share on our story, um, mm-hmm. on our Instagram story, it is, a lot of the wording is over-exaggerated, not over-exaggerated, I don't want to say over-exaggerated, let me clarify that. It's a little exaggerated in the sense that they make a direct linkage between some of the actions and racism, even though there isn't like a, it's not, it's not, in and of, in and of itself, it's not racism. For example, your obsession with light skin, it's not in and of itself racist, but it has a linkage that is inevitably racist and so that's like the point of the post and I know there's a lot of um I get there was when I posted that on my Instagram story I got a I look I can't speak today I don't know why all my (laughs) words are like warbling um or warbled I got a lot of responses to that post with from a lot of South Asian dudes specifically yeah where they were like I don't agree with this this is a little over the top um 
but I think a lot of them just missed the point of this. Yeah. Like the point is to show how a lot of the things contribute to larger ideas of racism. Mm-hmm. And so. it's because it's such like a subtle, like these acts that we're like calling out in that post, for example, right? They're, these acts, these microaggressions, like they're so subtle that you don't realize that they contribute to like that racist attitude. And because of that, it's very dangerous, I think, because like you said, like you got a lot of negative feedback for sharing that post because like they just you, don't realize like the death, like the, the, the complexity between, behind like those actions and really the significance of like those mindsets and how it can be so damaging. It's become a subconscious part of our identity, mm-hmm. like a lot of our identities. And so they feel as though we've attacked their identity or their personality, but it's not your personality or identity that we're attacking. It's this like very small portion that needs to be called out that needs to be changed right. and it's those and it's in those are those microactions um i also wanted to talk about um inaction mm-hmm. that we've seen yeah. from the south asian community right um and we're, really, we're just gonna be blunt like we see a couple of our personal friends who haven't said anything okay i sorry i know i cut you off but just to clarify Mm -hmm. um there's like a debate um on like whether or not it's appropriate like if it's necessary to post on social media because as we've seen in the past few days like you know all of our um social media accounts have been just filled with like these movement um posts and like resources and um videos and whatever right really important and helpful things i learned a lot myself from um social media um just like ways that i could help and like things that i could read or watch or whatever right so it's been really helpful for me um and i myself you you also have been posting but we've seen a lot of people who haven't been posting and a lot of people have been arguing that um posting on social media isn't necessary um and that you know it's the least important of the actions. I I completely agree. Like it's more important to donate. It's more important to sign those petitions. It's more important to call your local officials. Like, yes, actually take action, but also you have a platform and no matter how few followers you have, sharing those resources can be really important and can be different, like can make a difference in some way or another. And Um, a lot of people are saying that you don't need to like post on social media and make like a whole grand gesture of like those actions you're taking and like it comes off as performative right my issue with that is that yes you not posting on social media doesn't necessarily mean that you're being neutral in the movement but if you're willing to do the work if you're willing to sign those petitions if you're willing to donate if you're willing to educate yourself if you're willing to do all those things outside of social media why can't you take a few minutes and share the resources that you are using on your social media to educate other people who might not be doing those things it really is a matter of education which is a huge aspect of all of this I think there's so much important literature going around right now. Yeah. Uh, If you have a platform, use it. If you have social media and you have the ability to spread the word, use it. Because there are so many people who are just trying to block out the noise or what they consider to be noise. Mm -hmm. And if like, we need as many people as possible, you know, making 
more and more noise, you know, spreading the education, spread, spreading the awareness. And I will say that I agree. I agree that it's the least important of the actions in right. that it is so much more important to donate, sign petitions, call your local officials. Absolutely. But yeah, spreading the word is, I don't think we could, we should discount the value of spreading the word because of, you know, the value that it has. Um, and and even if you're afraid of coming off as performative, at the end of the day, like if you're, if you're really working to actually make a difference, if you're taking those actions that you claim, like that you post about on social media, then let that be enough for you. Um, I think, I think Riley, you said this best, we were talking about this yesterday, but you said mm-hmm. that you would rather be performative than complicit and I, yeah, so one of my coworkers, we were talking about this issue, and she said, "I, I, she was, she was voicing her hesitation and fear of spreading the word on social media." Yeah. But she told us why she ultimately decided to post on social media um, and spread the awareness, and it, she said that it's because she would much rather come off as performative even though that is not her intention but she would much rather come off as performative than complicit you don't yeah do not do not stay silent at a time where they need more and more people to speak up call out those who are doing wrong Mm -hmm. um no because as much as our so our direct circles and even our slightly extended circles they're all essentially for the most part, talking about this, aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. But beyond us, as you keep like expanding our circles and making it larger, there are so many people who are not saying anything. We're not saying anything who are not like probably aware of what's going on, um, Mm -hmm. who are not educating themselves, who don't agree with a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And so we have to like build up, you know, our, um, you know, how loudly we're speaking we have to speak louder and we have to speak often and yeah i i guess like to those of you who are listening to this we really really urge you to do your part um and that means taking action um and you know beyond taking action take it a step forward and like urge other people to also do their parts like make other people join the movement like, I promise you, there's so many people who are staying, like, silent and they're inactive and they're just letting the days pass by being neutral. And, like, the, this that has to stop. Like, don't let anyone get away with being a bystander anymore. Like, take action. But, you know, like, yes, like, sign those petitions. Like, call um, your local officials. Donate to your local and national funds. And, like, read, listen, watch, um, increase your knowledge. And, like educate yourself like we said and support black businesses that's huge yeah um and in the description of this episode sorry i cut you off yeah, again you're good the description of this episode we will list a bunch of resources Definitely. for local national funds mm-hmm. resources you can listen read watch things and like that we'll be posting on our um instagram story a couple of resources as well so um just go there and see mm-hmm. um how you can help but um yeah, we'll list all of those. So do all of that, please. But also just be mindful that taking action includes calling out others and calling others to action. Like include other people, inspire other people to do everything that you're doing. Like this movement, this cause, it's not going to be heard if we don't have enough like voices 
contributing to it. Use your voice and tell other people to use their voices. So even if you have like 10 followers, you guys, like I don't care. Share some resources. Try to educate your family members, your friends, whoever is online. We live in a really like technology-based like society right now. Everything is online. Everything happens on social media. Take advantage of that. Let like let your platform be of be a space for like important like resources and yeah no yeah even if you have 10 followers one of them could be someone who you are the only linkage to that's that like database of ideas exactly and that is worth something um i i genuinely myself like have learned so much from the resources mm -hmm. people have been sharing which brings us to like a side note that we are also we have been very complicit mm-hmm. you know to Absolutely. all of this for so long and um you know you don't see us constantly speaking up about issues like this we only basically started when you know the you know Ahmed Arbery, Breonna Taylor um and George Floyd all of that that's when we you know began speaking up and so you know we are also at fault and we, but the idea is you learn, you get better, you improve, um, you educate yourself, you educate others. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's the sort of trajectory that we are on and other people, and we ask that other people are also on the same or a similar traje- trajectory. And so, yeah, I think we I don't have space to improve, you know, and it, I like, it's some, one of the tweets that got really big. Um, on my feed that I was looking through was literally it's such a simple statement but like really important to hear like it is okay to change your opinion about something yeah like it's okay like educate yourself and if you realize that you've been wrong about something and you've been ignorant towards something it's okay to change your opinion you can be better yeah you can be better like you don't have to continue to be complicit yeah and that's all from on my part. Yeah, me too. Um, I wish we could say more. I wish that we didn't even have to have this conversation. I wish that, like, you know, justice have has already been put in place. Like, this has been going on for far too long, and we haven't even realized just like the amount of pain that um, Black people in our in our society and our communities have like had to deal with. They've just been dealing with so much, and we've let this injustice like get away for far too long and I really truly pray that like we can make some real changes um, yeah very very soon but do your part you guys please 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 we really beg you um educate yourself and take action as someone who has worked in law enforcement before Mm -hmm. I really 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 hope there is some serious, serious law enforcement reform. And, you know, they take a very hard look, not like not like a very hard look, there needs to be serious justice done to those who have, you know, been done wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've all been reading about how officers are getting off on less like super, like, small charges that you know, whereas like the crimes that they've committed are severe and racist. Mm-hmm. And so it's like not forgivable and can't be something that is ever swept under the rug, like and just, ever. And just remember that 
the cases of George Floyd, like, and similar of those, that's been going on. His case isn't a unique one. This happens every single day. This just happened to be recorded. This just three of hundreds of thousands for decades and decades and decades. Mm-hmm. You saw that Time magazine cover where um, the sixties, seventies, eighties, two thousand ten. Like it's been going on for yeah. like what forever. Forever. Like it's like this isn't new, but yeah, um, yeah. I guess that's it. That's it. Um, if any of you um, want like some resources, um, any specific resources, please like DM us or message us, and we will absolutely help you um, in any way that we possibly can. And um, if there's anything that you'd like to share with us that we might not know about, like please send it our way. We are please, constantly please. learning, and we are constantly trying to improve upon ourselves. So. Um, definitely let us know yeah yeah definitely let us know let's just all help each other and let's actually make a difference this time and with that um we will see you next week all right bye guys bye